Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. How are you? Happy Halloween! Do you have your costume already? I don't. I, I have nothing. I have, I have no preparation and costume. Kind of dawned on me right now. I thought of the ha- ha- Happy Halloween and I was like, oh right. I was driving up here and I saw all these, uh, these house decorations with ghosts and goblins and uh, skeleton heads and all these cool things. And I went, oh yeah, Halloween's coming up. Cool. I should get candy. Didn't occur to me until I said it right now. Oh right, a costume. I feel like I should be able to have a costume rather easily. I have a lot of wrestling t-shirts. It's the rest of the apparel that's lacking. I guess the immediate thought is, it's always easy to dress like a fat wrestler, Kevin Owens or Mick Foley. Because those guys work it out. They're really smart. They're like, I'm just going to wear athletic shorts or I'm just going to wear sweatpants. They're thinking this thing through. They, they know what they're doing. But, you know... uh, can I dress like Sami Zayn? No, I don't have one of them little caps. I got the little hat. Can I dress like a Asuka? No, I don't know what she wears. I just know that it's authentic Japanese wear, and I don't have any of that. Can I can I dress like the Dudley Boys? I try, but everyone tells me blackface is not in anymore. So, oh well, sure, I could dress like Bubba, but he's kind of a dickhead. So. I don't know. I don't have a wrestling costume. I don't have a costume. In years in years past, I have <laughs> lamely uh, done the just put on a suit and wear my glasses and then go, uh, I'm Clark Kent. And I have received a number of negative reactions to that when going to a party wearing that. So I feel like that doesn't even work. People don't even care for that. So I don't know. It's hard being a tall guy at Halloween because I feel like my Halloween ended early in its run. Man, I tell you, I had a gross bird. My run ended early. You know what I'm saying? Wrestle talk. Uh, When I was younger, I'd say, boy, it was like maybe 11 or 12. I want to say maybe, maybe as far as 13, but, um, I still have friends that were trick-or-treating, and that was a thing. Like, I think I had many friends that had trick-or-treated, trick-or-treated through high school. And uh, my mom told me, like, you can't go trick-or-treating. And I said, what? Why? This is the day when everybody gives you candy. And she says, yeah, well, we'll get you candy, whatever you want, but you can't go trick-or-treating. I said, why? She says, you're over six foot. No one's going to think you're a kid anymore. You're just too tall to trick-or-treat. And I took her at her word, and I just didn't go trick-or-treating, but everyone else still was, and sort of died out. The whole dressing up in costume and going and do that. I mean, I'm not a big cosplayer. I don't dress up in lavish outfits for anything. I just sort of go, "Ah, I'll put on a t-shirt, and it stops there. And uh, sure enough, years later, when I was uh, uh, like 2005 or so, I remember I was at the house, and uh, trick-or-treaters are coming to the door. And I was just at home watching horror movies and handing out candy. And uh, there were, there were quote-unquote kids coming up to the door that I was looking at eye-to-eye. And I'm six foot five. And I was, in my head, I'm like, I'm not giving you candy. This is bullshit. You're an adult. And it all came crashing back. I'm like, that was you. That could have been you. And here you are being judgmental. They dressed up in costume. Seems like you should just give them candy. 
and I did, but it took me a while for it to hit. Like, oh yeah, just give candy. This is a day where you just show up at somebody's door, you're, you gotta give candy, no matter what, as, as long as you're in a costume, and you can justify your costume. So, yeah, Halloween's tricky for me. I guess I'm not a big Halloween nut. I like the horror movies, I do. I should be busting out See No Evil and See No Evil 2 this holiday season. Um, but yeah, there's so there's Halloween parties, there's things going on. Alice Cooper's playing in Los Angeles. I knew about that too late. Damn it. Uh, that would be an awesome Halloween to go to go celebrate. But this week in wrestling, uh, I've you know, I've watched some stuff. Uh, you watch the shows, watch the Raw, watch the SmackDown, watch the Impact Wrestling. Impact's got those three dudes, right? Those three weird dudes in masks and that are saying like, We are here. We are here to take over the corporation. I think they're Billy Corgan's lawyers. That's what I think. I don't really know for certain. I don't think they have a group name yet. I don't know who the three people are. Even with my insidery, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some tidbits about wrestling things now. Some things are spoiled way in advance for me. Uh, but I don't, I have zero idea of what that is or who that is or what's going on. So that's kind of exciting. I like not knowing. Being so deep in, uh, I, I don't get to not know as much anymore. It's hard to stay stupid, you guys. So hard to stay stupid. Um, but that's all been cool. And I finally, I finally got to sit down and play some WWE 2K17. It's pretty good. Uh, I think it's better than the last game so far. I've just been playing some exhibition modes. Uh, my one gripe in my limited playing so far, the, the previous games had this too. I don't get it. Um, so the game comes with default champions set, but I don't know who the champions are because they don't, when you're going through and you're picking your superstar that you want to play with, it doesn't indicate like, oh, hey, Miz is intercontinental champion. So if you want to do an intercontinental match, you should pick him to be in the match. Otherwise, you're just choosing a new champion again and the champion didn't fight. It's just one of those weird things where then when you want to make it a title match, you're like, well, I don't know who the champion is and I already set the match up. So who is it? So they, they're skipping a step. That's one gripe so far. Otherwise, it seems pretty cool. Uh, got the download packs in there. Um, didn't get a season pass yet because I wait. I wait for that to go on sale. And I don't know who they're going to offer. This game seems like it's a just a better version of the past couple year games and doesn't really have anybody new of note. It's just everybody else in the game. And some people look amazing and some people that didn't do any scanning that they just animated from the ground up look terrible. I've only seen some of the startup... Uh, no, not startup. What would you call it? Like, I've seen some of the... Menu select guys. So just animated posed form. I think Chris Jericho looks like garbage. From what I've seen on there. They don't show him yet. You know, I've not picked him for a match or anything yet. But he looks fairly terrible. Randy Orton looks amazing. Goldberg looks amazing. Uh, who was another one? Oh, Jake the Snake Roberts? Fairly terrible. So, uh, I'm curious to go through the roster and see some more guys. Luke Harper, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Um, it's hard to convey his crazy eyes when he has dead video game eyes. That they're soulless and there's nothing going on. So, it's uh, pretty fun so far. I haven't done any of the campaign, any of the creative guy, any of the, the road to James Ellsworth stuff. But I'm, I'm digging it so far. 
Uh, are you digging it? I, I, there's a lot of negative reactions so far that I've heard of just like, oh, it's the same old shit. Yeah, I expect that, and I'm pretty much okay with that. Not that I want that every year. I did get stuck. I was playing a match. It was Luke Harper versus Neville. And it was, just, uh, it was a false count anywhere because I wanted to just explore and do the oh my god moments outside without being counted out and stuff. And uh, there's something new with going over the barricade up in the upper right-hand corner when you, with the hard camera set. You know, you, you just go up in the crowd. And I um, couldn't figure out what it is that I could do there. There were garbage cans, but Neville kept reversing everything I was doing. And um, so I couldn't do anything. I didn't know if I was if I was able to throw them into a wall, if I could tear a sign in half that a fan was holding, or w- what there was to do other than just walk over there, which seemed unappealing. Um, so then I'm throwing Neville over the barricade so that way I can get back towards the ring. But Neville would get up every time and then come back over the barricade. And no matter what I did, uh, I'm standing next to the thing and pressing the button, but it wouldn't it wouldn't hit. Like it says, press LB. And I'm like, all right, LB. I'm not climbing over the barricade. What the fuck? Like, is Neville in my way? That seems <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but I couldn't get over the rail. And I, it took me two minutes to figure out a strategy to just throw Neville the other way, further into the crowd, so that way I could then get over the rail but that was like a weird, I'm stuck. Either I'm stuck and this game is kind of broken, or I'm stuck and I'm really old and I need a nap. I hope it's the first one. But, you know, that's that's where I kind of am at this point. I used to, used to watch so much more wrestling and feel like I had so many more references and shit to talk about. I haven't watched the network unless it's been the pay-per-view. I watched the table for three immediately afterwards because I knew I wasn't going to turn on the network again. And I just see, I, I am in the car more driving and talking about wrestling more than I actually watch wrestling, which is uh, probably good, but I feel like I want it in the reverse. I feel like I want to watch more wrestling than I actually talk about it, and especially the time I spend in the car. This is what I get for living down south and not in Los Angeles proper. So, comfortable living, but a lot of driving. But, it's what I chose. It's what I chose, and I can change it whenever I feel it's necessary. Uh, Compadre was was fun this uh, past couple of weeks. Christy Hemi came in studio. And that episode's coming up soon. She is fun. She's she's a a hoot to talk to. And so, okay, there's this whole thing with... um, So, uh, her name... Uh, it's DDP's daughter, Brittany. I believe I'm getting that right. Talk to TMZ Sports at an airport near the luggage carousel about this whole project in a very not glamorous way. Because they're like, hey, what are you up to? What's going on with you? What's what's new? And she goes, oh, I'm doing this project with uh, all these wrestling legends' daughters. So... Brooke Hogan, Piper's daughter, Ariel Toombs, um, uh, Lacey Von Eric, and she named other ones uh, that she's involved with. And she goes, oh yeah, and Christy Hemi's involved too. It's this project that's going to go up against Impact Wrestling, but it's female-oriented. It's a wrestling promotion. So 
little backstory on the Christy Hemme interview that should now be available through Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Uh, Christy has this project that she's been talking about, but keeping super hush-hush. Like, hey, I'm doing this thing, but it's not like anything else. And I can't tell you guys, but it's not a wrestling promotion. It's none of this, none of that. Like, it's totally different, but I'm really excited about it. But it's wrestling-esque, and it's, it's really cool, and I think you'll be excited. I was very excited. I was trying to ask her on camera and off camera, like, so what is this thing? She wouldn't tell me. And then when I saw this video of DDP's daughter spilling the beans, I'm like, oh, you, you're terrible. Why would you do it this way? Why would you do it next to a luggage carousel? Why would you say it just in passing? Like, oh yeah, this thing. Turns out, heard from Christy Hemme, it's not the thing. That's a separate thing altogether. That is a women's wrestling league and Christy Hemme is involved in some way. But no, whatever whatever the thing is. So if you're if you're a fan listening to everything and taking it all in and following Christy Hemme, I thank you for that. But th- just for clarification's sake, it is not the same thing. Whatever that is that's <laughs> so not glamorous that involves Brooke Hogan, it's like, yeah, it's a thing. I don't know. We might wrestle around here. And uh, who gives a shit, right? So something totally different. So I just thought I'd share that with you and let you know. But Joey Styles was on the show. And uh, Joey's funny because Joey is the different type of person that I appreciate. Joey's the guy that will just tell you like it is. Joey will just talk about people. We'll talk shit. But it's fun and it's funny. And uh, he'll say New Jack is a rapist. And be like, yeah, that's that's what one says about New Jack. I don't care. He's not worried about, oh, New Jack's feelings will be hurt. No, he just says it. Uh, unlike, you know, a lot of people this day and age, which I understand. I've had my moments where I'm like, oh, I should just not say anything about anything about that situation. Keep your mouth shut. And uh, be in good graces. But Joey's like, ah, oh, I'm East Coast. Fuck it. Fuck this. Fuck that person. And I don't give a fuck. I'm doing my own thing. Which is a, it's a, nice and refreshing, especially for Southern California people like myself. You deal with people that they don't do that. They lie to your face. They're face liars. So, um, you know, I got to do some stuff here and there, uh, talking about you know the wrestling that I saw and such, and playing a little bit of video games. Um, and Impact is still really fun, but I'm NXT is in Southern California this weekend. And I'm not going. Uh, they're in Bakersfield on Saturday. Uh, if you're listening to Bakersfield, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I did not enjoy that town when I was out there once or twice. Once for sure. The story was told a, a long time ago on an episode with uh, Steve Venoni. Not Steve C. or Steve Venoni, a friend of mine when he was on the show. And I tried to get him. He was never a Hogan fan. So Hulk Hogan was back. I'm like, you got to go live. You got to be there when Hogan's live. Drove all the way out to Bakersfield for a SmackDown. Hogan didn't show up. <laughs> God damn it. As Steve puts it, the smartest man in wrestling didn't show up to Bakersfield. We did not have a good time in Bakersfield. I can't remember if food poisoning was involved from a local Chinese buffet too. Um, and uh, so wrestling, you know, NXT is out there. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll go. But no, nah, it's all the way in Bakersfield. And then Los Angeles... Tickets sold out, and it's crazy, and it's hard to get in, and I don't know. It's it's also, maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I just am Luke Harper stuck behind the barricade and going, 
I'd rather watch a show and sit down. I'm not going to get back in the ring. You go ahead. Neville, you're young. Just run and be free. So I, I didn't do the, hey, has anybody got a ticket? Hey, has anybody got a ticket thing? I just figure hearing about the show is easier and that's fine. And quite frankly, the NXT crowd still pisses me off. They're annoying. They're really annoying dictating the show to me rather than the show dictating itself to the audience. Um, just kind of how I prefer. Impact Wrestling fans used to be that way. And I swear they just all migrated to NXT. Yeah, Benedict Arnold's. Although I, I don't miss your annoying chance. So that, that that's fine by me. Um, trying to, you know, start to figure out WrestleMania plans. It's getting, getting to be that time where I should start being aware and start looking as to, to what's going to happen. It's in Orlando as, if you don't know and you're listening to this, bravo. Bravo for not knowing where WrestleMania was. Uh, but I'm going to go. This is definitely going to happen. Just trying to figure out my plan is... I think I want to do a lot of the theme parks before I go. You know, a lot of, you know, go there, hit up a couple of, you know, a Universal Studios, a Disney World, maybe an Epcot, and then get into work mode, then get into fan mode and just enjoy wrestling that weekend. That'll be the most wrestling. I'll, I'll probably take in more wrestling that weekend than it feels like I did all year. That's not true, but it just will feel like that. Um, and some uh, fun on your mark stuff is, is happening as well, um, which I can't fully talk about yet, but just saying kind of what's been going on in my week. So I uh, uh, just wanted to share that all with you. Uh, and, um, you know, this this story last week, it's still going on. Billy Corgan talking about the lawsuit with Dixie Carter and you know, stuff is coming out left and right about this lawsuit. It is, It is just... I like crazy things in wrestling. I like when there's crazy stories and shit going down. This one just affects what I really like in too many people. And it bums me out if it all goes, if it all turns out badly, uh, I lose a wrestling show and I lose the place where I think all these people are awesome. But I guess it frees everyone too. I don't know. I don't know. It's very tricky to say. Um, you know, and we had Ric Flair on the show last week. Wink. And, um, sorry, I had something in my eye. Wink. Um, wearing contact lenses. Wink. And, uh, I invited anyone. I, I just left the door open and said, anyone who wants to come on and talk about this lawsuit, because I'd love to have Billy Corgan on, but he's, he's denying me left and right. He can't come on. He's in the middle of a lawsuit. You know, legally, he can't do that. So I said, anybody who wants to come on the show, please come on the show, talk about a lawsuit. So, um, oh, uh, I see someone walking right now that, oh boy, that's not who I expected to show up, but I guess I can't be too surprised. Uh, I, I can see uh, coming through right now, he's, he's walking through the door, uh, Serge Carter, everybody, please welcome Serge Carter back to the show. Well, hey, how you doing? How, are things good? How, how's the show been going since Steve's been gone? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have a conversation with somebody, but sometimes it's nice too to just sort of vent and get things out for yourself. You know, some podcasts do that where they just sort of talk and let things come out and you uh you open yourself up more. You're you're a little bit more vulnerable. Oh yeah, okay. So things aren't going good. It sounds like sounds like it's probably less funny. It's just you moping and whining about stuff. Okay. Well, I don't I like to think that it's that. I think I you know the tone is there. And sometimes yeah, maybe it is that. But I'm I'm sharing. You know, I like to share. Oh, do you? Oh, so that explains all these wadded up Kleenex. 
I bet there's tears in there. I bet it's not that happy juice, right? Okay, look, if you're going to hit on me like you did Steve Sears, I am, I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. No, 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 it's okay. I'm not sexually attracted to you in any way. I don't even find you that interesting, to be honest. I find you rather drab and, and just a, a little dull. And, uh, you know, you don't have an expansive mind like Steve Sears does. So there, you just got a lot of stuff going against you. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Ooh, that was a... You don't even want to lie to me a little bit? Just tell me that I'm kind of interesting or something? Well, uh, I, you know, it's great that you have a platform for yourself and you say all these things, but, you know, look, I've lived a life. I have seen things that no one else should see, medically and uh, poetically, quite honestly. Just, I've seen, seen a lot of things in my days. You know, I've been in the wrestling locker room with the boys, and I've seen the boys, and I've dressed with the boys, and I've undressed the boys, and I dressed the boys. Ugh. Okay, uh, well, this is your wife we're talking about here. This is Dixie Carter. Your wife is being sued by Billy Corgan. What do you think about that? Well, I think someone needs to put her into place. She's doing all kinds of cr crazy things behind the scenes and doing things uh, behind the curtain and under the sheets that, you know, if you're not going to be honest with it, I'm not going to tolerate that sort of behavior. Well, hold on a second. Let's call a spade a spade here, and that's exactly what you're doing. You do that with former co-host Steve Sears. You come on here and you made it clear of your intentions and your interests. That's do you tell Dixie about those things? Well, okay. Where, where, are you sweating? Cause I'm sweating. Oh goodness gracious me! Look, we're not talking about that. We're talking about business here. We're not talking about personal things or relationships. That is totally different. That is. It, look, if you're finding problems with something. You can close yourself off and you can go do other things entirely. You can go seek out affection somewhere else. I mean, you don't have to tell your partner about such a thing. Uh, mm, well, hold on. Okay, we are talking about business, yes, in the court case, but you can't do those things in personal life. You have to be open and honest with the person and tell them what's going on. You can't just, you can't just do things and hope that it's all fine or that that other person's okay with it. They're your partner. You know, you don't know what emotional stakes is. Dixie Carter loves you. I'm sure she loves you. Oh God, you're going to make me gag. You're going to make me gag in my mouth. Don't do that. Don't say those things. Ugh, just show me a picture of a, of a car crash on a highway or something instead. If you just want to, ugh, 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 I'm getting the gags, I'm getting the gags and not in the fun way. Look, Serge, you can't, you can't do that. You have to be honest. Dixie has to be honest. She has to tell Billy Corgan what was going on. She should have done that from the beginning. She should have been open and honest with everyone, talking about what it is. It's not weak to show vulnerability. That's not a weak thing. You know, you open, you share, and maybe people can help. You don't understand what it's like in the, in the business world. I mean, look at where you are. You're doing a podcast with just yourself. It's kind of sad, really, with a bunch of used tissues everywhere. Look, you, you don't understand how cutthroat it is there in the business world. It's crazy. You can't show weakness. It's the jungle. A lion will come behind and get you. A lion will come behind. You'll just be a little gazelle just, just drinking, drinking from the water, just having a little water from the stream, just fresh water. Ooh, it's nice and cool on your tongue. And there's a lion in the bushes. You don't know what the lion's doing. And there he is. He's getting ready to pounce. And the lion pounces on you. And all the other gazelle go running away. And then there you are, pinned under a lion. And I understand that lion then eats me. What? No, gross. No, no. That lion then 
fornicates you against your will. That's what happens. You're just there and you're drinking your water and the lion was lubing up in the brush and now he's, he's brushing up against you and inside of you and just sodomizing you. And that's what it takes. That's what it happens when you're in the business world and you don't know what's in the brush. And Dixie could have been sodomized by anybody. Vince McMahon or Paul Heyman or Gabe Sapolsky. There could have been anybody who's been lubing up in the brush the whole time. And Billy Corgan is now clearly just sodomizing Dixie Carter, my wife. Well, no, if Dixie had been honest, she wouldn't have been sodomized. Wait, what am I saying? What are you getting me to say here? No, look, she she should have been open and upfront about the current state of affairs, what was going on with business transaction, what money was owed. This all could have been avoided. This all really could have been avoided. And, and maybe there would have been a greater partnership that would have that would have blossomed and everyone could have done better with this. It's just it's a lesson in being honest, isn't it? This is a really expensive lesson in that. Oh, sure. You know, look, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. And have you have you seen me twirling the fire? I'm really good at it. I'm really good at twirling the fire. It's 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 one of the things I do. I'm a fire spinner. It's a thing. I've done it on the show in the past before. But look, you got to understand what is your life is your life. You do whatever you want. You don't have to share it with anybody. You want to tell them what it is. I mean, as long as you wear protection from time to time, you're going to be fine. But if you go and sodomize a gazelle here and there, you just don't tell everybody about it. You know, you write it down, you keep it in a locked away journal. And, you know, if you if you owe that that gazelle money later on for that gazelle's trying to sue you in, in jungle court, you know, you just keep it quiet and you pay off that gazelle quietly. And then when he's at home, you sodomize him again to, to tell him to not do that sort of thing. It's kind of sort of mafia rules. That makes sense. Does that make sense to you? Why are you looking away and holding your head in disgust? You don't, you just don't understand it. You don't understand relationships and you don't understand relationships. I don't, wait, I'm talking about business and personal. They're, they're, they're the same thing. You just don't understand either one. I, I clearly think that you're not successful in either one. Clearly Steve Sears is. That's why he's gone on and moved on to other things. He's got business going on and he's got personal things going on. Who's to say I can't sandwich myself in between both, right? Okay, look, Serge, I, you know, I uh, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for sharing everything. I just, we, we agree to disagree. Okay, well, then let's see where you're at in another year or two. Let's see how you're doing, and let's see how the Carter family's doing. I think we'll be doing all right for ourselves. Just look out in the brush. We might be there. Okay, thank you, Serge. Thank you for stopping by. Ah, oh, that's upsetting. That's upsetting. I don't agree with that at all. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be honest in these things. In business, yeah, it's hard. It's business. It's hard to say that. You know, I need help, but you gotta do that. You gotta do that. You gotta find people you know you can work with and. Hopefully, when this, all the dust is settled, that Billy has a great team. Billy Corgan has a, has a really great team and can make a great product with a really lousy, awful, stupid name by Vince Russo. TNA. Uh, gross. Um, yeah, so I hope for the best, but I will keep you informed on what I know and what's happening. And speaking of keeping you informed, well, you'll be informed on the best and worst Halloween costumes in wrestling this year, and you'll also be informed on the uh, predictions for pay-per-views. we got Hell in the Cell coming up. So what better place to turn than YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. Marky Extreme is back with new videos and there is more to come uh, with those videos as I mentioned there. Great stuff. 
And of course, the ProWrestlingTees.com slash OYM show. And uh, you can get yourself a sweet Marky Extreme shirt. And then also SmackDown Live After Buzz TV recap show where we're talking all things SmackDown Live. Tune in on that on iTunes and YouTube. It's available there. And then, of course, Fox Sports presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Some of the guests, as I mentioned, Joey Styles, Christy Hemme, uh, you know, go back in the archives, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Cody Rhodes, Stephanie McMahon, so many more countless guests and more to come. Uh, ooh, I kind of want to spoil one that I know is coming, but it's not been totally solidified. But let's just say in the upcoming weeks leading up to a big show, there's going to be a very cool guest coming on that. So go ahead and subscribe now. Check it out now. And now we are featured on Fox Sports' page. You go in the click on the More tab, and then you find the Podcast tab, and then you find us, Wrestling Compadres Slamcast. You can listen right on Fox Sports' page, which is pretty exciting to be featured on Fox Sports. So go support. Check that out. And, uh, you know, great stuff is going on all the time. I just, I really need to, to really need to just... Uh, stay at home for a day or two and just really watch some wrestling. I think I'm going to watch something old. You know, I, I'm open. I have a couple of things in mind, but I'm open. Give me a year of wrestling. Shout out a year through social media at Curtain Jerks and uh, let me know what year should I just go and just dive in and get me some wrestling. 80s, 90s, aughts? You let me know. And I hope you have a great week. Hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Stay safe. Eat a bunch of candy. Become diabetic. And enjoy your wrestling, kids!